Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's massive altcoin Bible. We're going to cover a few things out of the ordinary. We're going to quickly touch on the bank run on Binance. So it was always going to come after FTX. There's been some rumors swirling about, uh, you know, Binance behind the scenes accounting, leverage, liabilities and all that. There was a, a recent uh, post by CZ saying they had an audit around the proof of reserves. Uh, this auditing company came in and had a look at the reserves in Binance and essentially said most of everything was there. However, we just don't know. When you don't know the liabilities, you can't really be sure on where Binance is liable. Have they rehypothecated those tokens out to different parties and put themselves at risk. We also know this wasn't a true audit. This auditing company came in and had very strict parameters to look at and it was agreed upon by Binance. So it's not a full open door audit. Now, all that being said, there is the thinking that Binance should be okay here. There's a banking run. It's going to be stress tested. At the end of the day, if it is remaining and it stands still on its own two legs after, I think it's been $5 billion worth of outflows of stable coins and Bitcoin, this is essentially a really good thing for the longer term health of the ecosystem. All this crypto moving into self-custody, it's educating a lot of people as well, and also trying to remove a lot of that leverage and rehypothecation from the space. It's forcing a lot of players, including Binance, to tidy up their act and uh, yeah, really improve the reputational side of the business because transparency and trust is going to be a big trend moving forward. I just wanted to cover that. And incredibly, the market is actually up this morning, but there's a reason for that. And I'm going to cover that right now. So uh, there also could be a reason through Binance as well. If you think a bit outside the square, if people are looking to sell off some of their uh, BUSD or USDC or whatever, Tether, all that, if they think there's a systemic risk around, uh, they could be selling that into Bitcoin on Binance, which is propping up the Bitcoin price. But uh, just quickly again, I just want to touch just on that. Whether there's smoke, there often is fire in crypto. So there is no harm whatsoever in just taking a zero, zero tolerance rather uh, approach to risk. If you hear a rumor of something might be brewing, just take your crypto off the exchange. Just move it to self-custody and none of this will affect you whatsoever. So just think of that, maintain that zero tolerance uh, process. I know I always do. So uh, yeah, guys, uh, here's the Bitcoin chart. Just wanted to bring this up very, very quickly because we had the US uh, CPI print. So that's the consumer price inflation come out last night and it came in under expectation. So that is fantastic. It also likely means, and we'll be hearing whispers for a while, that the Fed FOMC that comes out, I believe it's tomorrow, uh, they'll be running with a 0.5% interest rate uh, rise uh, coming in. And it's likely probably the, the last high one that they do. And they might look to scale that back after. So that's communication coming out. We will have to wait for what they say, but it certainly looks from the falling US dollar and also risk markets starting to run like the S&P 500. Now, Bitcoin trying to chase up certainly looks like the market is trying to price in that the Fed is basically done with their aggressive hiking cycle. So I just wanted to keep uh, that in mind. This is a chart I did earlier in the week. And uh, I know it's almost like you're hedging your bets go up or could go down, but absolutely, that is exactly how it could have gone, uh, depending almost entirely on that CPI print. And it looks like Bitcoin here is trying to do that upwards thrust, that upwards move to breakout and follow this beautiful positive trend that has been developing, this series of higher lows and higher highs. And I love seeing that. If you're looking to buy a crypto, you're thinking it's gaining momentum, you want to look for those positive trends, put as many of these indicators in your favor. We do discuss a lot in these altcoin Bibles, but I just wanted to throw out there again, the Bitcoin 17,600 level was absolutely crucial because it goes back to the June low when uh, I think it was Luna and Anchor really went under over here. And then we had the, the FTX crash. So getting back above this level and finding it as support is absolutely crucial. 
we could see a bit more momentum here just based on risk running uh, because of the CPI print uh, and with inflation coming back. All right, so that's Bitcoin. Just wanted to cover that. As long as Bitcoin's feeling bullish and running, alts should do the same. So uh, that's kind of the theme I want you to focus on as we look at these altcoins. But Binance is the specter that just hangs in the back of the room. If it goes insolvent, there's a massive collapse with that. Again, I don't think that is entirely probable. Uh, but if there is, Mark is very scared at the moment and they've got a lot of recency bias after FTX. Again, no harm in hedging risk, but the market is trying to test that. There's a lot of panic, people moving off the exchange. So we're going to see how it plays out. But until we see a decisive move, we just don't know. All right. Um, now on to my uh, cherry rock, and that is Monero. So XMR, this is a privacy coin. It's the most well-known privacy coin in the space. It's not available on all exchanges, but it is the OG of privacy stable coins. Now, I have been watching this, uh, you could say, descending wedge of Monero just over the last year and a bit. Uh, and I always thought to myself, when it starts to break out of this, it is going to be a, a crypto to absolutely watch because it can absolutely rip to new levels and uh, create um, you know, some serious gains in the short term. So you've got a 20% move up to the next range, you've got a 40% move up there, and even higher, you could look up to a 78% gain. That's a bit down the road, but I just wanted to show you here that we've definitely seen a trend break. We've seen Monero break out over here, then grind down with FDX and all that down to there. And look at that, retested the trend line perfectly down there, then climb back above. Now I've overlaid on this chart the, the Fibonacci retracement tool, and that is a, a, a bunch of mathematical levels that generally the market adheres to, where the traders and is almost like a self-filling prophecy. Now, uh, we've seen Monero climb back above the 0.786, which is this line here. These were areas we had earmarked as strong buy areas. So 132, you know, lovely around here, 125, got into this area around here. So that's all nice. We also had a buy zone down here. Didn't get there around this area, but it did back in June. So when Luna collapsed, but you never saw that again, which is uh, interesting. And now we've seen this climb up above the 21 moving average. You can see there, climbed above, bounced off this trend line as well, this previously held trend line above, above, and now importantly as well, we're above the 200 daily moving average. So that was my trigger there, 150 on the price chart and above the 200 day moving average. If you want to get, uh, you know, move in on this crypto and think it's a good crypto to, to sort of own for the next short midterm, and it's got a narrative around it as well being that privacy coin, uh, I would look for re-entry points around the, you know, the 200 day moving average. I think this wants to come back and retest it at some point and the, the 21, you can see they're trying to converge here. That's a really strong point of uh, support there uh, because look, we've butted into it a few times now we're climbing above it it's we're sure to come up and test you know 164 around that area and then we're going to see a bit of a consolidation i feel uh, or we could just punch straight up to 180 uh, i'm not 100 sure just yet see how binance holds up we're seeing the rsi a lot of strength coming through here so would not surprise me to see this shoot up and hit some of these levels and then start its new uh, uptrend which would be very interesting but for those reasons alone it is my uh, cherry ripe here it looks really really nice there are other cryptos that look uh, nice as well but i like um uh, cryptos that you know have a longer term narrative and and you know longer term thesis as well now for my one to watch i'm going to go with a a lower risk option i think that's the best thing to do in these sort of situations look for cryptos that show relative strength and for me, Ethereum is the number two crypto in the crypto market. It's got you know the most trust apart from Bitcoin out there. So uh, this is absolutely one to watch. And uh, in this environment, you want to see it run for the rest of the altcoins. It hasn't quite 
you know, quote unquote run, but it's had a pretty nice move. I've got a little squiggle here I drew earlier in the week of what I thought it could do, and it seems to be doing even better than that, which is great. Uh, and there was this, uh, I guess, descending wedge that was developing here. You can see this trend line moving down, bang, 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 hitting onto the bottom of that. And also this was the floor for me, uh, and I wanted to see it maybe, you know, create more, but it broke out almost perfectly just at the edge of the, the I guess, the wedge. And now we've blasted up. So that is a move of, let's have a look there, 7% in Ethereum. That's a pretty big move. And now it looks like we're just coming up here. So this is a very clear breakout to me. RSI looks really nice too. That's a breakout there. I might just turn on the volume profile on the side. Yeah, so this is where we're contending here. We need to crack above 132, one thir uh, sorry, uh, 1,322 Let's just say 1,350 just to make it nice and even. We want to get on top of this. So let me just draw a sign here. This is a great area uh, for this for this a breakout to be confirmed. We, you really don't want to enter, you know, in no man's land here under uh, resistance or, you know, up here in this heavy resistance. You want to wait for a punch up. You want to see that it has that momentum. And then you want to have a look in this sort of area here on top of this volume when it comes back to support. And then you can catch the next wave up because we're going to see this as an area of high a uh, high liquidity zone you see over here on the left hand side bang 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 butted into this area you know huge candles that just engulfingly whipped right through them so this area is a lot of stuff going on and he has to be worked out also the 200 daily moving average is just hovering there but so far so good ethereum looks really really nice here to move higher uh but again you need to play the the percentages here and if you want to enter a zone here you want to have a look at some of the support levels as it comes back to confirm them uh, but so far, it is my one to watch. You know, Ethereum could absolutely break down here, come back down, retest some of these levels. That's absolutely fine as well. Again, a lot of it depends on what's happening with Binance. But uh, yeah, definitely my one to watch. Uh, but yeah, so far, where are we at? Uh, 1325. Yeah, I mean, it's been around these areas for a while. So uh, yeah, very, very interesting if you're a longer term investor. All right, you could have guessed it from a mile away, but my danger zone today is good old BNB Binance coin. Now, if Binance stays up and is functional, I strongly believe that BNB uh, has huge utility in this space, but that comes with the biggest caveat of all. If there's data behind the scenes that we're not aware of, it does come with risk if there's strong liabilities here. Now, again, I'm just not convinced. I'm waiting for more data to make that, that decision. Uh, but Binance here, it just has to be in the danger zone because of the narrative. There's a lot of people right now, a lot of investors who would be beginning to panic in the sense that they see a bit of smoke, so they're just going to hedge risk. Like I just mentioned at the start, most investors do that. If there's any risk, they just move out into safety until the dust clears, and then they can come back in with a bit more assurity. So if you've got BNB, you might sell for USDC, BUSD, USDT, and just try and go back into fiat if you can, or move to your hardware wallet, all that. We've seen a pretty tremendous sell-off here of BNB down from this uh, descending wedge. Now, you know, in uptrends, these normally break the upside, but very clearly we had a, a pretty obvious breakdown as well on the narrative news. So it was riding the 21 uh, moving average here. Let me just zoom in so you can see. It got underneath it, still in this uh, descending wedge, and then boom, fall down, uh, fell down, and then cracked beneath the 200 day moving average. It's not really what you want to see at all. Uh, as well, I'll just bring up this. Um, so the Fibonacci retracement tool. You can just see as it broke down, it just whipped through the 0.786. So, you know, it did it did hold in terms of buyers came in here at 255. But this could also be, you saw some of this activity as well when FTX went down. These exchanges have a lot of capital behind them and a lot of ways and means to prop up their own tokens. So I just want to 
advise a little bit of caution here running into this. If you think Binance is going to be fine, then, you know, these look like really good buying opportunities after a sell-off of, let's say, that fall there, you know, 12%. So if you think everything's going to be fine, these are really strong areas to accumulate in terms of these support zones with volume. It's also at the range low, or at least around these areas, really strong buy-up along here, uh, you know, strong sell-off volume, but then the buy-up, you know, RSI looks like it's just taking another leg down, but, you know, wants to shape up. So, uh, and this is all creating a higher low here from the last low. So, you look, a few things, it's really up in the air, but I want to just be totally risk averse here and put this as my danger zone simply because we want to educate people uh, around just managing risk. If you see the risk, if you smell the risk, if there's a narrative change, very similar to what we said about Dogecoin, Shiba Inu, if Elon Musk is not integrating that with Twitter, then a lot of this bullish and buying power coming into Dogecoin recently will likely get hit on the head and sellers will come in hard. So we want to see here that Binance uh, maybe comes out or survives this little stress test. We just want to see they just, you know, keep going. They keep to the redemptions, no problem. They don't hold withdrawals. They don't do anything like that. Uh, you know, BNB volumes are fine. There's nothing skew if going on there. Again, you're going to have to wait for more data on that. So for now, this is my danger zone. Be very wary of it, you know, moving in really, really hard. Uh, but again, if your long-term thesis is, you know, BNB is going to be, or Binance is going to be around for a while. BNB is going to be a cornerstone of the crypto space. I still believe that is the case. Look, can be proved wrong. I, I don't know everything, uh, but that's just that's just my feeling right now. So, uh, guys, hope you've enjoyed this episode. Hopefully, that is um, uh, well. Yeah, hopefully, again, you've enjoyed this. Episode. Hopefully, it's been educational for you as well. So, uh, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you again next week. Bye.